You know what time it is and you already know the deal. This is The Real For Real with Kevin, Trevor, and Isaiah. Bringing the realest, most in-depth perspectives on the film industry. So get ready, get set, and let's get into the show. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks for tuning in to The Real For Real. It's your boys Kevin, Isaiah, and Trevor back at it again. Now, look, I know it's been a while, y'all. I know it's been a little while. I know y'all wonder where the hell we've been. But check this out, man. I was like, fellas, I looked at the analytics of They Clone Tyrone episode, and I was like, damn, man, the disrespect. We over here talking about black films, and ain't nobody really tapped in. So you know what? Let's go ahead and take a break real quick. So that's basically what happened, y'all. Y'all didn't give us no love on that episode, so we quit. We didn't quit. So we put it on the audience, huh? <laughs> the audience is just over here thinking, like, ain't our fault. We're going to put it on y'all because uh, – yeah, I don't want to take any responsibility for that. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> well, just don't want to nah, take but yeah, we're back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll leave it at that. Those who know, know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody who know who we are know what's know what really happened. <laughs> but I will say, I, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to chat yeah. about this movie. Y'all know me. I'm a big sci-fi fan. I loved the creator, uh, Kev. I don't know if you had a better intro for that, but let them know what we're talking about today. Oh, man. So today we're going to be talking about a film that I've been highly anticipating, actually, because I dropped the trailer one day on TikTok when it first released. Oh, you had to dropped drop that trailer on y'all. And you know what happened? Not the studio. Oh, I don't yeah, even not think the I studio. Did. It was just Kev. You dropped it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to drop the trailer on there, man. It was all me, you know, studio. Forget the studio. So, yeah, I dropped it. And I know Isaiah and Trevor didn't peep it because for some reason my videos are not hitting their algorithm. And I'm like, damn, what's going on here? So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been highly anticipating this one. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think, yeah, let's let's talk about this. Let, let's get into this. So back on track. Let's get on track here. So this is directed by Gareth Edwards, who did Rogue One and Godzilla 2014. Yeah. For the cast, we have Gemma Chan. We got John David Washington, Ken Watanabe. And for the little AI girl, Alfie, her first time role, Madeline Boyles. So, fellas, what did y'all think? Starting with Isaiah, man. Out of theater reaction. Oh, man, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was a really well done film. And y'all know me. I'm quick to pull, you know, I'm quick to go ahead and put a kid to the slaughter, but I couldn't do that in this case. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> great and great job from the child actor. I was worried about it, you know, having a child be the main focus of the movie. I was like, it's going to be a struggle. <laughs> yeah, nah, I didn't feel that way at all. It was really good. Really, really good. What, yeah. What about you, Trev? Uh, well, you know, I couldn't let this go. It's Ken Watanabe. You, you just, you in these names. <laughs> what, what did I say? Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you for fixing the name. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Ken, I, my boy, Ken, he's cold. Yeah. <laughs> he is cold. Y'all, y'all go ahead. The listeners at home, go ahead and check that off on your bingo card. Uh, <laughs> name pronunciations. But I, I, I loved it. You know me, I'm a big fan of sci-fi. I think that this movie is a very good um, example of why sci-fi is such a great genre, but I-, I loved everything about it. I was even more impressed. Uh, this was a large talking point for all the press junkets is that their budget was only $80 million. Mm-hmm. Yet these visuals looked great. I'm not going to say they're the best looking visuals out there, but they, they did pretty, look great. They were pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, pretty I, solid. I, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a say some of the best looking visuals. For this, yeah, past couple of, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. From the cast to the direction to the music, I I enjoyed this. I I loved yeah. every minute of it. Man, I, I would definitely say, especially as 
if anybody's been following our podcast, y'all know we are pro, very pro practical effects and practical, uh, you know, locations and filming, practicality and filming. And this is, I think, to Trevor's point, that's part of what made this movie so good. Having such a small budget, but they actually used it to go places. Yeah. And it made it look so darn good. That I was like, man, shoot. Bro, Can't check this it. out. This is the third movie this year that cra- that cracks the top 25 that's fully original. So think about it. We have Megan, Elemental, and this one. So I think, honestly, hmm. this film puts 200 and $300 million movies a shame and shows you it ain't about how much money you have. Sometimes it's about how you use the money. Yep. They use the eight, $80 million the right way. So that's what Absolutely. I'm talking about. Because to me, like, <clears throat> so my overall thoughts, I was like, look, the creator feels like Hollywood like back in the time period when you could actually sell a movie on a concept alone. But mm-hmm. I kind of worry for this because people don't really appreciate new stories anymore. That's why like Hollywood always relies on IPs because they know that's going to be the money maker. So I'm like, dang, man, I-, I hope this movie makes the money. I hope people actually go see this. See, that's, I really do. That's, uh, that's interesting that you placed, like that you said that they don't really respect, you know, like, the new, the newer ideas and stuff. Cause I just always figured that unfortunately our generation grew up and just was so used to, or, or just has been stuck in this nostalgia boat. That's what I figured the real issue was. You know, there's a generation of us who just want to see stuff that we've seen before, but want to put our own personal spin on it. So that's well, you know, the pandemic fucked the market up though. So that's why uh, Hollywood uh, is like, yeah, but yeah, we got to get people in seats now. So that's why we got to keep doing you know, these franchises, IPs, this and this and yeah, that. Like, yeah. it's it's like doing this kind of thing is just, it's so hard to get this made. That's why I'm like, I'm so excited yeah. for it. It, it yeah. met all my expectations. I'm like, man, like, originality has just been lacking, dude. And what's and what's funny about this, because <clears throat> y'all know I'm on TikTok, I'm looking at people's stuff. I was looking at, you know, I, I got to this movie a week later, unfortunately, but mm-hmm. I wanted to see like what people's overall reactions were to this. And people kept saying like, Oh, this isn't as original as I thought it would be. Oh my goodness, this is just another District Nine meets Blade Runner meets Children of Men meets Ooh. this meets that. And so I'm like, wait, hold on now. Okay, all right. No, no, don't get me wrong. There were definitely people that praised the movie, but there were people who were like giving it six out of ten and all this stuff because of like, oh, I still saw too many influence for, influences from other things. And I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, wait a second. Okay, first of all, so for me personally, that, that's why I want to talk about this. I do see influence of things. Like I do see, like when I see certain billboards, oh, I think of Blade Runner. Okay, the little girl. Okay, I could see Children of Men. Okay, whatever. But at the same time, Trevor even said, if you like District 9, you'll probably like this movie. Yes, there's some influence. But at the same time, do you understand how pitching ideas go to get something greenlit in the first place? Because the way I see it, in order to get money for a movie like this, that isn't IP related and something fresh, to go to a production company like New Regency you have to give them a reason to invest in this film in the first place. Because yeah. to me, I'm like, if you can pitch the idea like, hey, I got this great idea. Okay, it's going to kind of like feel like District 9. It's going to have elements of Blade Runner. Uh, you see what these films have done. That's how you draw, like when you draw in influences from other films that have proven track records, that's how you get companies to invest. That's just business 101. So that's that's how I feel about that. And yeah. I don't think this film ripped anything at all. That's just... And then, and then another thing in anybody's artwork today, you're always going to see or hear the influences from. You're, you're always just going to see that everybody's yeah, been influenced by somebody. Yeah, that's yeah, just what gonna, happens in influence. art. Yes, yeah. yeah. like, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Whoever says that, uh, that, yeah, that to Trevor's point, 
people, you are going to be influenced by everything. Anything you listen to, watch, all art has some influence with someone else. That, that's, because you're that's learning from there. somebody right. else. Right, like, for sure, for sure. It's just, yeah, <clears throat> people got to open their minds a little bit or think before they speak. But you also have to think business-wise, too. You can't just, you can't get something that's original and, and not be able to compare it to anything at all. Yeah, get money for it. That's just the yeah. way it works. No, no re, new regency is not going to be like, sure, I'll just give you money. Wait, what? It doesn't correlate to anything. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not giving you money. Uh, <laughs> it, it depends. I mean, you it, it's your story good enough. Like, you get status. Like, yeah, yeah. Once you have status, because I mean, Nolan 20 years ago, I don't know if he could have got an Oppenheimer movie made. Right. No, hell no. <laughs> not with 100 billion. <laughs> no, no, not no. For, and not to the degree that he would want to make, like the yeah, way Nolan yeah, does yeah, his films. Yeah. yeah. But now that now that it, you know he's what he does is what he do. So they were just like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> if he thinks now, that's Trevor, you're a, make you're, it. <laughs> you're a name person. Uh, make sure you get this person's name right. The cinematographer for this movie, Greg Fraser, however you say his name, he's the cinematographer who did June, uh, Dune. So that. Ah. Hmm. That, yeah, he was the same. So I'm like, when I saw that, because I kind of looked it up after the movie, I'm like, this movie looked beautiful. Who did this? Oh, snap. Okay. That's legit. So, yeah, man. Let's get into it, it bro. Good. Let's talk about the positives, man. Let's, let's, I'm sure we're going to have plenty of positives. Uh, Isaiah, start it off, man. What was like one of your well, favorite things about this? I mean, I know we've already said this in a little bit and you kind of tapped on it with cinematography, but yeah, just some of the, the shots they did, especially some of the, uh, some of the uh, just visuals of the landscape and this, that, and the other were really, really uh, good looking, just really, really good looking uh, shots and choices of shot. Mm -hmm. So I think that was really awesome to me. That'd be the first thing cinematography and how it looked. But I would also yeah. say that like the music from the film really, Zimmer. really set, yeah, just really set the tone throughout. I had lots of moments where I thought it, it just catered well to the mood and and uh and to what was happening on screen so you know i gotta give a shout out for that it's really really good along the lines of what you just said isaiah um on the cinematography um just the way i, I really i really loved all the shots where they showed us uh the nomad as it's just looming above yes <laughs> and like yeah it just really set yeah, the tone and i'm just cool. all like also when i walked out i was telling isaiah i was all like damn uh so I guess the United States, I guess we're the bad guys in this one, huh? So I'm just so like, y'all are, the mo the nomad is just hanging out in yeah. Asian airspace. Yeah, I was like, it's we just, right, that's right. just what we do. That's they, say, they say it's to keep the, the robots in check, but it definitely looked like they was keeping Asia in check in general. Bro, like, that, yeah. yeah, New Asia. Yeah, New Asia. Yeah, yeah. New Asia was... had, they had no chance. If they was going to do something about it, they were going to get blasted right out the sky. Boy, that was that was tough. Yeah, um, man, a big part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've already talked about the visuals. I'll say Alfie. I got to go with her. That so, like you were saying, Isaiah. When it comes to child actors, yeah, that's usually mm -hmm. tough. Um, but man, performance, and this is her very first movie. When yeah. you think about it, so like she stole the show at certain times, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And I thought it was impressive just for a first time role. Like I almost like wanted to jump through the screen and oh, I want to protect you. Um, now, in regards to John Washington, I think he did a good job as our protagonist. I mm -hmm. think he was a little more calculated at times when it came to doing certain things. So, like, for instance, when the squadron, when the squadron was about to kill the uh, the AI villagers, the the uh, the dog, he yeah. finds that hidden passage that the little girl points to instead of trying to be like, hey, man, don't kill this dog. That's not necessary or anything. Because I was wondering, like, I saw the way he was looking. I'm like. Oh, he's going to be one of those, like, don't kill this dog. But he just, like, 
went over there and like did it and just like to me that was more effective he's not wasting time he's not like super oh don't kill this dog he just gets the job done and moves so i thought he did good uh now i do want to ask y'all when it comes to john washington his performance in here do you feel like he's you know i mean he's been enough movies now do you feel like he's certified like he's certified gold or what Trevor, you got to tell him. Tell, you you made a point. You made, <laughs> Trevor made a point. Yeah, Trevor made a point at one uh, at, at when we came out of the theater, and I think I think his point <laughs> may 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 bring it home better. You said. It. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just <laughs> I, I just wonder sometimes. I'm still not convinced either. I don't know. He's like you said. We have enough now of him. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know if he's certified gold. I what I what I told to Isaiah coming out of the theater was like I'm still on the fence about him because there's some moments in the movies that I've seen him in where he has uh, like makes really great decisions. You see it in the face, and I really agree with everything. And then there's mm-hmm. moments where it's just all like, what the hell was that? Like like and it's I think it's all the ad lib moments that I think he struggles with. Like it, it's all mm-hmm. the stuff that is supposed to be quick little throwaways. <laughs> So, like in the scene where him and Alfie are crying, like mm-hmm. I don't, I think he needs to work on his crying or something, because like <laughs> the camera, we see, we see, you know, they're hugging each other, and then we see on one side, we see John David's face, and like I don't know, I was like, you know, it was one of those sitcomy cries that you see, and so <laughs> that's how he cries in real life. I don't know, I've never seen anybody in real life cry like they're in a sitcom, and. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no actor, so I don't know. I can't speak to that. I, so, but so I, 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 I raise yeah. my eyebrow on that, and then when the camera flips, and then we see young Madeline who plays Alfie. You know, I'm all like, "Oh yeah, that's a cry right there. I feel it. I see it. <laughs> I, I'm with it. She's doing better than John in this scene." Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess with me, my thought is like, right now, I guess I would say that he's done some. He's been. He's kind of like his dad in a sense that, like, Denzel, we've said this before. We've all said that Denzel does B-movies and makes them feel like A-movies, right? Mm-hmm. Because of his performance. But he, he think, doesn't have that same... Yeah, right now, same I can't say that... Yeah, I can't say that John has that performance solidly yet. Now, I definitely think I'm not as far gone as, as Trevor is to say that, like, those tri- those choices hinder him any. But I will say on the back end, John has done a better job of picking, like making sure that his movies that he's been in have all been really like good movies. Well, hold on now, Isaiah. I think you're answering a different question. We're not talking about selection. What Kevin asked right. us about was his performance. Well, no, but but I think that, that matters because the movies he's if you're so are, so what, are you what directly like, saying like, that Denzel isn't as good as we think he is only because he's in B movies? Actually, I'm saying no. I'm saying <laughs> the that's opposite. What you're saying that's a whole no, no, conversation no. for a whole nother episode. No, 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 no. <laughs> what I'm saying is the is kind of the opposite. What I'm saying is it's harder for me to place John's performance and say that his performances are really good because he's also been in movies that, in general, are really good too. So everything helps to build him up. Whereas with Denzel, we knew for a fact. Because we all looked at the movies and said, no, Denzel is what made this good. <laughs> like, okay. you can, you see what I'm saying? You can easily say for his dad, if I was watching Out of Time with anybody else in it, I'm cutting that thing off. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's just kind of how that it's goes. It's a basic yeah, it's Denzel's movie. charisma and Ava yeah. Mendez. That yeah. Yeah. Out of time. That, Actually, that, you that know point. what? If Ava Mendez is still there, I think yeah, it's a train out of time. <laughs> 
That's true. That's true. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish out of time because Ava's in there. But I'm not gonna well, like it as much. It's gonna be like watching a uh, Catwoman with Halle Berry. Well, I, I just gonna say I, I got standards. I cut off Catwoman. <laughs> I finished it. I ain't gonna. It was well, tough. Well, I just hold on. Just to say, just the night because I know we got a little off topic on that one. But, no, but John Washington, I think that um, he. I think he just personally. I think he just a little goofy. Just a little bit. And I, so, I don't yeah. think it's, I think that's just part of it. Like, there's just certain things and certain moments where it's like a little awkward. I'm like, yes, and I look yes. at it, I'd be like, John, John Goofy, you know, like, it, and, yeah. And he would be and, interesting to meet in person one day. I bet you he's, I'm like, dude, Goofy, man. Yeah. So I think he's, that's he's, really what it is. Well, so that's what I was, that, that's what I was going to go on to cl- try yeah. and clarify. I don't, th- I do think he's a, uh, is a good actor. It's yes, just, I'm yeah. just surprised that some of the choices, that get made on like the smaller scenes or that, or that make scenes it. where he's supposed to do the yeah. heavy lifting. I think he thinks about it and I, and I like what he, what he ends up doing. But then like, yeah. on again, like the throwaway scenes where it was just like when he was trying to get Alfie into the car. Right. And he was like, Oh, that was mine. That was all Alfie, just get like, in the car or something like that. But it I came was like, so who talks to a kid? Like just getting the dang car. Well, I, I, that might be part of the script too. Cause he said, just getting the dang car. And well, I was but, like, well, but like, think but, back to but Malcolm even the way he delivered that line was just kind of, just kind of, yeah, yeah, think, I don't know, yeah, think yeah. back to Malcolm and Marie, where I'm sure <laughs> they really didn't spend time on him, like going outside and like kind of fighting, fighting himself and kicking the dirt out there. <laughs> but it looked so goofy, as you said. I think it is, is, is the appropriate term. You just say he's a goofy dude, and yeah, it's just goofy. like, all right, so maybe we could have had another take. The way he was eating the mac and cheese. <laughs> In Malcolm and Marie, <laughs> that really bothered him. On that. Yeah, that's why like, I knew he was gonna bring that up. <laughs> I'm like, why are you? I mean, why are you eating it like that? <laughs> what are we doing? Like no, what you yeah. were doing? What you do 40 minutes later into the movie when you come back in the room and you're explaining to this woman why you love her? That's yeah. great. And then so yeah. why are we choosing to eat macaroni like? Or even when he came in there to, to shoot her down one more, like that yeah. was so much. Even better. that when but, he came back, yeah. <laughs> oh, and I yeah. had Keisha in the tub. That's a real story. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Go on, player." <laughs> but uh, but I think that's I think yeah, what y'all are hitting on is all the elements. Every, it shows you how important every single moment is when it comes to an actor, because when when there's times where an actor feels like they're acting and they don't do it to the way that you feel like it should be executed, that's where I always take off points. Because to me, being a good actor is not even, I don't even think about them acting. I'm just like, damn, that's a good performance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, and with him, it's like, oh, he's acting. Oh, well, well, he could have done that better. But it's the small it's, things. It's not the big things. No, it's yeah, it's no, the small, small things. Thing. But like I guess his like, overall projects feel good. Yeah. His yeah, right, overall right, project, right. when I look at it big, but yeah, that's a, I mean, the scene Trevor brought up was one that bugged me too. But it also makes me wonder, I'm like, because how much of that, on the finished product, you got, you got to remember it goes through editing. Uh, multiple shots. That's so definitely like, true. Who who decides which shot is the one that I'm keeping on the back end? Yeah. And it makes me wonder: Can I see the other ones he did for this? Yeah. You know, the same sequence? Because like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to. That's that's a very that's a, that's a very good point, Isaiah. Yeah, yeah probably like, Garrett, probably Garrett. I don't, Garrett don't want to keep dinging these. Probably people. his decision. Yeah, it's the director. <laughs> it's, yeah, joint decision usually between the director and the editors. Yeah, right. And, and so, and can we and can we talk? Hold on, can we talk about Gareth Edwards for a second though? Because Rogue One was his last movie. How long ago was that, Trevor? Oh, I, shoot. Uh, shoot. 2016? Yeah. Is that 2016? I was about to say, that's the last Star Wars I saw in a theater. That's kind of a long time, long time you know, man. to be honest with you. And, and to it's be honest with you. the last Star Wars I saw in a the theater. Yes, it was. Dude, dude, Rogue One, 
I never really get mad when people make the argument that that's their favorite Star Wars movie. I never make that. I'm like, hey, I feel you. Like, it's I'm not hey, mad man. at it. It's it, I'm not mad at it. That's <laughs> when we when you were doing the intro earlier. I thought about saying that, but I was just like, <laughs> the, the the star the star folks folks out there have a uh, star folks the Star Wars folks out there have shamed me enough to know that no matter how much I love Rogue One, that is not the answer. But I love Rogue it. One. I really I'll say I think I think it qualifies as a top three or a top I'll four. Say it. It's one of qualifies. The, as somebody yeah. who doesn't like Star Wars that much, it's the only one I walked out and was like, you know what? I don't feel like that was that bad. It did. It came <laughs> in. It did what it was supposed to do, and I was like, I felt good about it. Yeah, and I ain't gonna lie, Madonna is about film. as good as it gets when it comes yeah. to Star Wars. Yeah. Once you get past the trilogy, so yeah, that Ro- yeah. <laughs> even even including the trilogies, bro. I think mm-hmm. Rogue yeah, no, my no facts, no facts, no yeah. facts. Because I'll take that over the original trilogy Jedi, I for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent the trilogy. Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah, exactly, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what, I, yeah. So, um, yeah. So his, his his direction, man, is is, is really solid. Um, yeah. I was excited to see that he was doing this, and man, they just made it work, man. Also, I find it interesting how VFX artists feel about the use of AI, and how this film comes out in this climate of everything that's going on with AI, trying to show us AI isn't a bad thing with this movie. Yeah, and then, you know, I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist, but I'm like, damn, what a coincidence, huh? <laughs> and notice Isaiah had to or maybe my wife pointed this out um, somebody mentioned to me that like notice that in this movie the AI never like the AI was not the bad guy in this movie like nope. no no, no. They, they were all just like we just trying to live bro <laughs> the my one, probably one of my favorite jokes from the movie is whenever um, at the beginning where John David and some other woman are doing trash cleanup in Los Angeles. And then somebody yeah. goes, Oh, I heard that the uh, AI blew up Los Angeles because they wanted our jobs. And then Josh <laughs> goes, they could have had this job. Like, <laughs> I laughed because I was like, yeah, AI could have my, you ain't got to kill me. You can gladly take my job. <laughs> yeah. No, so, that was uh how do you feel about that? I know Isaiah, you can go a little deeper on that. Well, no, well, I was going to say just to kind of tie that into a positive, I was going to say just the overall screenplay. I mean, because we've all seen all of us coming up as 90s kids and, you know what I'm saying, with parents who grew up in the 80s, we all came up Terminator. You know, all of us had to have seen Terminator. If you yeah. are agent ain't seen Terminator of any sort at this point, I don't know what rock you've been living under, right? But yeah. we've mm-hmm. come up after generations of people showing that the robots are, the, are out to get us. It, you know, advancement in technology is out to get us in some way. So I had to give the screenplay some credit for... Uh, them writing this cool story where the and, you know the AI and, and technology isn't truly the monster and points hand and points its finger back at us again, like we're mm-hmm. truthfully. I mean, when you look over history, it's a big argument again of the tool versus the user. Now, yeah. I'm not saying it's 100 percent right all the time. That argument, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying that. But this is a cool way of looking at the user or the created tool versus the users again and it comes back to the users were the problem in fact in the movie i love when they say hey did you know that like the bombing was a <laughs> it was a person's error it wasn't yeah. the ai we didn't uh, yeah that. i like that i like and that yeah, i was like right. oh shoot and that's all started yeah. because some but and how many did. how many how many moments in, in history and news do you think gets misinterpreted by misinformation well, See, I mean, that's misinformation yeah, I was say, right I was there. Say, I was not, not, not misinterpreted. There's no, deliberate no. lies. Deliberate lies. Yeah, right. Deliberate lies. Because the funny thing is, to your point, Kevin, about like how... Now, I don't think this was timed according, like specifically for this, but it may have been. 
that it releases during the moment when SAG has been on a strike oh, against a the way that they're going to try. Sure. I think I think right. it's That's just interesting. I think it's yeah. coincidental that it fell off. Yeah. Then, but at the same <laughs> this time, this is not a hit piece against AI. No, no, no. But no. but it's but it also is funny that like yeah. when you have a line like that where it was a person's error. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about like AI possibly removing jobs and this, that, and the other, because like even with the discussion about, I know this is a side piece in a little bit, but when you talked about Secret Invasion, when people found out that the whole opening trailer was or opening sequence was, was done outrage. by AI, people tripping, but I'm like, the problem isn't the machine for creating it. The problem really was that somebody said, well, let's just let AI do it instead of hiring a person. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. someone yeah. made the decision, and so because I remember when I first watched Secret Invasion, I was looking at that opening, and I was like, "This is garbage." <laughs> oh, that's what you thought? I actually thought it was cool. I that's thought it was a cool know. effect. I thought it was a cool effect. <laughs> I was all like, "This I is it garbage," because cool. they've been because because the, the Marvel shows have been doing well on their openings. On Opening the yeah. Disney Plus shows. So, so I think compar- well I think comparatively, them. you're right. It's yeah. it doesn't look as great as the others, but I thought it was a cool idea. With the kind of mixed and or the that's kind of the problem, Isaiah. People like you, you're part of the. Problem. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I was, I was cool with the art form, what the art looked like, but I was definitely very. No, no, no! I don't think you can do that if you're going to cut people's jobs out for it. That's not the way it but works. You know what? We all still support you know Disney, I mean? and they over here taking jobs from VFX artists. <laughs> and ain't trying to pay nobody. Look at that. We're still going to support <laughs> Disney regardless, though. That's what's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, but but I just thought that was interesting how that worked in. <laughs> But also with screenplay, another benefit uh, benefit I saw to this was like some of the we the the elements of like symbolism and this that and the, and the other in the film. When I walked out, this is what Trevor right, was getting. Buckle in, in. <laughs> buckle up, everybody! I was about to take us. <laughs> so one, <laughs> I like how the movie is kind of divided up into like there's the creator, there's the friend, the mother, like the, the, the different mm-hmm. little sections of each thing. Acts, right? yeah. But also, I felt like this movie was heavily like Christian influence. Like, one, there's now this is the way I saw it. If they didn't write it this way, somebody call hit me up in the comments on on a uh, TikTok or whatever. But the way I saw it, Christian allegory all over the place. Right? You start the film with our, you know our main character John David Washington is there, and he's about to have this baby supposedly. But of course, by the end of that sequence, we realize that the baby doesn't doesn't make it right. He doesn't have this baby, supposedly. Mm-hmm. However, you've got the mother figure, Jimmy Chan, who's technically the creator. The kid is our like G- Jesus figure, because and they have this virgin birth, so to speak. She's created this baby without, you know, without technically having sex, even though she hasn't had. She doesn't have the actual baby, but she has a baby which is mm-hmm. Alfie. Alfie dies at one point, and it's also looked at as the savior, right? Mm-hmm. He's the one who, he's the savior. I was like, man, like, as I watched the film, I'm like, this is unfolding like the story of Jesus, in a sense. And I was like, I, which is not what I expected. So I thought that that was pretty cool. Like, you got your Mary and Joseph figure, you got the savior that's born, supposed to take care of everybody. He even dies at one point and then comes back, supposedly. Like, he doesn't truly die. But they think he's dead to where he then resurrects or or she resurrects, Alfie resurrects. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, this is pretty, <laughs> this is pretty on the nose kind of. Uh, That's interesting. You thought about that because I, 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 I thought about Joshua. <clears throat> like as I thought about, I guess, some of the Christian redemptive elements of the movie, like Joshua was right. ready to sacrifice himself at the end uh, to save, uh, you know, um, what's her name? 
Um, Maya? Yeah. Or no, to save uh to save no, Alfie. The safe, Alfie. Yeah, to save Alfie. Yeah. Um and then there's also, you know, a scene where he's like praying, you know, to Jesus mm-hmm. for help and stuff like that. So yeah, they uh, yeah, and I see what you're saying as you explain that too. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think it's a far reach or anything. I no, it's I, I, no, it's not a far reach, but <laughs> all I'm getting yeah. at is when I walked out the movie, I didn't think about all that. And <laughs> oh yeah, no, nah. yeah, no. Nah. Well, yeah, you know, you know how Isaiah do though. Isaiah look him. Yeah, you I was like, oh, we watched the movie together. I didn't, I didn't see him hit the blunt. So, <laughs> bro, bro, he found, he found, he found John Wick. He found all these super, you know, deep things. I'm like, damn, John Wick four, bro. You was thinking so about all which that? John okay. died. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, I wasn't thinking about all that, all that, but I feel you though. You know, um, no, I feel you. I feel you. I think that's good. Um, like, something that's interesting. I thought different. of is, I, I, w- I would like to hear y'all's interpretation on it. Like, what did you think about the whole? U.S. is against AI, whereas New Asia has embraced AI and made it a part of their everyday lives. What do y'all think about that? Like, do you think the film was trying to speak on that at all, or so, I, mean, I don't have any... there purposely? So, I think it's just uh, I, I think it's just an an, an interesting theme. Uh, I think it is rooted in probably one of the writer's views on the United States and how we do things in this world and why we do things. Because when you compare it to some of our actions, we, we do have a lot of backwards thoughts, especially seeing how the rest of the world does things. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't think there's anything concrete in there to really say that. But I mean, right. other than the depiction. But I, I do. I didn't think it was interesting. I think it made something very interesting. Uh, uh, I think that was one of the more intriguing parts of the story. I, I did. Yeah. I felt the same way in a sense. Like I don't. I don't necessarily know the line that that Trevor brought up before about like when they're like, uh, the AI are trying to take jobs and this and the other clearly makes me start to look at the movie from that point forward as a allegory for also like, you know, uh, people coming into America and taking, you know, blah, blah, blah. But also when you compare, they talk about new Asia, but we don't see all the areas of new Asia that this film takes place in notice are, more developing looking country like yes. areas of New Asia versus the US, which would be considered a very developed already. I mean, even though we don't ever see the we don't see much of the US except for after the destruction in LA, right? Yeah. Most mm-hmm. of this doesn't show LA how like it doesn't show the US itself. So I definitely think it was saying something about like I definitely think that like Trevor said, it, the creators of this are trying to speak to something about how technology advancements, specifically AI, may be seen as a problem in areas where we are benefit. We already have a solid infrastructure. We have these things available, but in places like where they're, you know, they're more developing, maybe this is something that would be embraced. It needs to be embraced a little more. We were seeing a lot of the AI creatures in New Asia help with things like farming like they're not they weren't doing things that were truly that bad so to speak like most of the ones you're looking at weren't even like were 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 not they didn't look militant in any way right they were just helping with day-to-day tasks i think there's at Mm -hmm. one point you see like an old lady with one that's like helping her move like groceries or walk things i'm like so we, it's like I said earlier with the screenwriting, it's good to see them turn the tropes on their head. We always think of AI being this thing that's going to eventually just decide humans are 
the problem. Let's just kill them off. They're yeah. always active as hunt them down and get rid of them. Whereas they may just say, no, I'm programmed. This lady needs help. Let's just help this lady do this. Yeah. This task mm-hmm. needs to be done. Let's do these things. So I thought that was interesting. There is something I think being said about that. And then socioeconomics, of course, is playing yeah. not now, yeah, for sure. now on the themes. I did think like, when you think back on the movie, who showed more humanity? The AI <laughs> or humans? <laughs> so I, oh, thought yeah, was, I thought that sure. was a fun thing because, mm-hmm. like, did mm-hmm. did y'all did the scenes where, um, you know, the AIs were mourning the loss of like their their children or their 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 somebody in their family, and you know, uh, I forget what was the name of the colonel, the female colonel. Uh, yeah, you're talking about uh, Howell. Colonel Howell. Howell yeah, yes. yeah. Like you know, like some people thought it was so messed up when they brought that a- one AI back online, yeah, and so she was questioning it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then after she got her answer, two bullets to Killed the head. It. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say, her performance was good. I, she, yeah, she was a darn good. bad person. Good, yeah. my goodness, she was. Allison, J- she Allison Janney is one of those people that I think in Hollywood yeah. gets overlooked, but everything she she's been in is she's I really good at what she does. Like, she's always done a good job. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, she. <laughs> that was actually. I uh, yeah, I definitely had that one on my mind right there. That specific scene, I was like, "Oh, that's cold." Yeah, I was like, there was a lot of stuff in here that she did that was cold, but I was like, that one right there I was like, "Oh, that's messed up." Yeah, yeah. I I definitely felt to myself <laughs> I was like, like, I was like, like I was just like, "That's unnecessary." <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and and then I had to tell myself in my head, I'm like, "Wait, but that's a robot." Like in my head, I had to tell myself, "It's the robot." Like it's not really killing it, but dang, like is that is yeah. that the way it works? Yeah, well, you know, it's funny when you say it's not really killing it. I like the conversation that uh, I think Joshua says it. I'm not killing it. I'm just turning it off, you yeah. know, um, oh, yeah, yeah. which I don't know, Isaiah, if you got something deep for that or not. <laughs> I'm no, not well, I mean, uh, that I mean, that was really nice. Um, it was a nice callback because like minutes later in the next scene where one of the soldiers that initially was with the with the infiltration squad, you know, it's mm-hmm. him, the other soldier. It's Joshua, the other soldier and Alfie in the car. And then when that other soldier finally dies and Alfie hasn't said much, but Alfie comes with that perfectly timed, he's off. He's <laughs> and off. it's just yep. all like, damn. Yep. Yeah. Like she knows he ain't coming back. Yep. Yeah. 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 That was. I mean, was I know in the audience <laughs> or in the theater, I watched it with that. There was a, there was a large gasp among most of us. Now mm-hmm. I was also sitting next to this older woman and she was having a good time at the theater. She was doing a lot of jumping and Oh, 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 look at that. Oh. I was like, ma'am, you need to calm down. It ain't all that. And her husband's probably like, this one won't take you nowhere. <laughs> she can't speak to that. She, but I want to she, tell her she you need to like be she, at the house. She acting like she ain't seen a movie before. She yeah. Seen it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, I, I like I like an animated audience, though. Not an yeah. obnoxious audience. Notice I said that, people. Yeah. yeah. Animated. animated. I like a little, yeah, yeah a little Those excitement. who feel and, yeah, it makes mm-hmm. me it makes me feel good when I see people do that. I, y'all know my brain is going too much whenever it's in it to truly always feel in that way, but I always feel good when someone else is doing it because I'm like, whoever this filmmaker is needs to feel good about themselves because they just made somebody gasp and cry. And this, I'm like, that's good. Sure. <laughs> that's what you aim yeah. for. So I, I do have a question for y'all. As far as sci-fi movies go, I feel like they're... Oh, that reminds me of another question I had for you, Kevin. Okay. I'll as, far as, sci- yeah, sorry. as far as sci-fi movies go for the past couple of years, would y'all put this up pretty high 
on a list as far as recommending and being quality and yes, yes, I think so. It's very it's fresh. A, yes, a resounding yes for me. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a very yeah. fresh take on a lot of on a lot of things that the sci-fi like like I said, sci-fi tropes. It yeah. does a good job like, of yeah, re- does it reinventing? Does it... Yes, yes, it's it's well executed. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. the question I was going to ask you, Kev, I saw um, uh, on the Wikipedia for this under the marketing uh the first line in the article it says a first look at the film was shown at CinemaCon on april 26 2023 with anthony de alessandro of deadline hollywood praising the production design saying that it made blade runner look like look like child's play now we get all know get the heck Kev. out of here okay get yeah. the heck out that's of what here. i wanted your reaction to get the heck out of here i was like why are you gonna why are you gonna start this man up get the you heck about, out you about here. to change the whole course of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. well, you know, you know, when people say things like that, you know, we see it all the time. But I was all like, "Ain't nobody in history of life ever told a lie as big as that <laughs> one." Listen, listeners, I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all now. Uh, this is gonna be chopped into two episodes because from this point forward, this is gonna be why Blade Runner. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not gonna let us get there. I'm not gonna let us get there. That's a whole oh, week. No. week. Blade Runner. We're gonna oh, give it man. give it its love and and do yeah. that in a whole nother. We'll, we'll do a, yeah, but I just we'll do a whole I just saw that there. right before yeah. we, we we did the start recording, and I was these, like, these. Kevin Repeat probably that. I mean, that. hey, that's that's a way to get people to go see the movie. Exactly. Though, you know what I'm exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because people are gonna go in there. Repeat that statement again and send me a link to that because I need to read. I need to read up. I mean, it's just in the it's just in the Wikipedia. It's not the actual article. Sorry, but it just said. Anthony D'Alessandro, Deadline Hollywood, praising the production design, saying that it made Blade Runner look like child's play. Now, of course, they probably, uh, you know, they probably took a snippet from his quote. <laughs> I don't know. I can't really speak yeah. on that. But I just thought that was I just thought but, that was interesting. But also, I mean, like, I mean, if it's if it's my movie, I definitely would take a snippet of that quote and put it in my stuff. Because I'd be like, you heard it here, Rock. You heard it here. You heard yeah. it here. Yeah. yeah. But, and not to say that, like, you know, these visuals aren't outstanding, as we all have all said. They are. They're all nice. very good. And they, you know. Yeah. I think, I think, hopefully, the, the person meant in the sense of, yes, it looks better, but it's supposed to with, what, 40 years worth of advancements, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's like, not. Uh, yeah. Like, kind of, you know, it's just like that, that comparison's not. What do you. Yeah, I'm like that's like saying about? water's wet. Oh yeah. shit, water's wet. Yeah, that's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yes, it's supposed to look better, but I don't think it has the same cultural significance that Blade Runner. No, it does. No, it does not. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's where that's where that's a loaded statement because mm-hmm. at the time, like, this is a good headline for an article, though. You can always have. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, of course. You want that sounds like it was that sounds like it would be on the cover of the Sun, <laughs> the Sun or the National Enquirer. <laughs> That's the, yeah. type of, that's, the type, that's the type of bullshit line that that is. That's what I'm gonna tell you right now. Like, yeah, no, know. this this was an impressive movie though. The story was well done. The acting was good. Mm-hmm. Um, everything was just it was on point, man. I think it checked yeah. all the boxes for what it needed to. It did. It, it, now I'd be did. curious to see what the money is gonna be, what this will gross. I'm yeah. curious to see how fast this goes to video. I'm curious for all that to see who picks it up on streaming. Everything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I it's. Just, I don't know if it's gonna do super well. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I feel like because I know when I was singing its praises all week at work and telling anybody I came across how much I really enjoyed it and I recommended it, a lot of people hadn't yeah. even heard of it. So yeah, they weren't. Oh, though the marketing was shit. Honestly, I, I don't understand that. Yeah, 
I don't, I mean, so what do y'all think is for this year of movies, what movies have been marketed well? So, Besides, I think Mission Impossible has been marketed well. Obviously. Mission Impossible was marketed well, it, um, but it's it's hard it's hard to say. I am I am one of the highbrow folks in society, so anytime I can pay <laughs> not to see a commercial, I go and take out my money for that. So, no, 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 you're no, you're. It's so uh, sometimes my yeah. old man would be like, "Oh, you've seen this commercial? Uh, you know, Travis Kelsey, he's Mister Pfizer now, as as Aaron Rodgers calls him." And I'm all like, <laughs> "No, I haven't seen the commercial. I don't watch commercials." Yeah, like, and I was gonna say it's kind of it's kind of difficult to judge that as well with I can't the yeah. way that the way that marketing works now. If I get mm-hmm. online, sure, I may get a whole lot of clicks, uh, or I might get a whole lot of movie ads and this, that, and the other because they yeah. see that I'm looking at movie content. But right. it's hard to tell, like, when you got an algorithm, there were movie things that I asked my mom about it. She like, I ain't never seen that before. But I'm like, I know you play mm-hmm. Candy Crush all day. <laughs> like, that's not, not, not going to yeah. run across your, you know, your eyesight. So that's that's a fair answer, though. I mean, if you're not, I was just yeah. curious because, you know, I watch, uh, you know, sports and stuff and I have commercials that way. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't try to sit there and watch all the commercials, but usually there's advertisement for a movie or something. I just know the Mission Impossible was constantly, no, you yeah. know. Oh, yeah, that was my face. spam. No, yeah. I that, feel that like was Meg, Megan everyone. was constantly in my face. Freaking Cocaine yeah. Bear was constantly in my face. So it's just yeah. like yeah. certain stuff gets marketed super yeah. well. And I'm just well, like, this one for me has just been kind of slept on. Well, I'm I know like, cocaine. Well, I know well, cocaine. Also, do that. Like, yeah. But that most was sci-fi a tra- movies, movie. <laughs> yeah, most sci-fi movies kind of just fly under the radar. Yeah, and, and you know, thinking budget wise, thinking yes. budget wise for this, one, I think it is a fun genre. But sorry, go ahead, Isaiah. Oh no, 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 I agree with you. But I was going to say also budget wise for this one, for where it's at, I think they may not have been worried about having to cover. I mean, it's on the cheaper side for movies nowadays, right? Like, yeah, definitely on the cheaper side. And I think this movie will probably cover what it needs to to make sure all investors recoup. What is it at? It's like it's at like forty something million right now, right? I think so. I uh, think so. Because um, yeah. I can actually, I, I, yeah, I, I'll be interested to check that out. But I'm quite sure with its theater run, theatrical run, it will probably make that 80 back, I think. So maybe that's a damn I, shame. Just to, just to break even. Well, or, well, no, I think I'm, I think it'll be a little above it, but. I hope so. And truthfully, yeah. I'll say like, in my opinion, two when it comes to the marketing for or this, that, and the other, or the budget for marketing, maybe they got spent so they could go to them cool locations. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. they yeah. reappropriated and said, no, we're going to just put, well, like we said earlier, they put the money in the right places. No, yeah, yeah. Because even, I think I saw an interview with Gareth Edwards where he was talking about that, actually, Isaiah. They did the cost, the cost analysis, and they were like, oh, it's cheaper. Like, it would be cheaper for us just to, take the crew and fly to Asia and film on location mm-hmm. as opposed to doing this on a green screen and all that. Yeah. It just looks so much better when it you're on location, better. man. We, I don't know why yeah. more people don't do that. Like what the well, hell? It's it's a numbers game. I mean, well, we know why, but yeah. But, uh, well, yeah. And, and, no, but like, I think, I think if you have a, you have a better product when you film on location. You do for sure. Well, especially 100%. in this, in this day and age of. And high... it leads to more creative things being done in the movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's true. And I was going to say also along like with the higher definition version, like the more uh, clear and higher definition versions of how we consume media now, it really is necessary to go ahead and do the on location stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. those things look better 
on the HD TV you just bought. And this that you know, it just looks cool. You know, what I'm yeah. those those 4K and seven million pixel, whatever the hell you got, you know what I'm saying? It looks <laughs> so much better when it's something that's filmed outside. Why do you think think about it? When you go into the store to go buy a TV, what are they showing you? On those TVs, they're running nature clips. They are running. Oh yeah, facts. No, that that does now, look the best. Yes, sir. Now, now, audience members, you're trying to wonder why did Isaiah go to a, a, a TV buying? <laughs> Everybody confused now. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, say, go ahead and say. This this man has recently purchased a TV, and he and you know he that's just what he's been pissed about. <laughs> The TV <laughs> buying experience. So I'm going to go ahead and have us. Your, your, your point is well taken, sir. Let's go ahead and pivot. <laughs> Do we have any negatives for this film? I, so I, my, I honestly, I don't have any negatives, really. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. No, I ain't got, I, I don't have too many negatives at all. So, um, you know, I, I, I just have a couple. And I, I really, I just have one big one. I think that, and this is just some of the decision making on the characters that I have to poke fun at i really do i mean i understand it's a movie and then this leads to a more satisfying ending but like the fact that they have shown the u.s military has shown that they were ruthless throughout this whole time and then they want to when they finally do catch alfie they want to try to kill it compassionately right oh yeah if i, if I was yeah. if i was in the military making that decision they were like yeah we gotta bring in uh we gotta bring in lieutenant josh so he can come mm-hmm. uh, uh kill alfie because that's the only thing that's that's the only person that's gonna be able to get close enough to it i'm like no we finally captured it i lost a lot of men in asia <laughs> yeah right this exactly machine. Mm-hmm. Fucking dis- put it in a yeah. room and nuke it i don't care <laughs> like we are this, de- this we are ai this thing, thing. This yeah. AI thing that can control all technology remotely, I'm killing this thing ruthlessly. Yeah. Little yeah. girl or not, I'm yeah. here. <laughs> and truthfully, we've already the whole seen time it. when they pick up when they when they're when they actually when the military comes in and they separate Joshua and Alfie when they actually capture what are they telling Joshua as they're putting him on the plane? Remember, they're just code. They're not real yeah. life because you know yeah, Joshua's right. yeah, torn yeah, up yeah. when they're pulling away Alfie. So that oh, is yeah. the motto that we're telling our soldiers, and then our higher ups really think that we need to compassionately kill this machine. I was like, <laughs> that don't make sense. Doesn't work. <laughs> Doesn't work at all. That's yeah. that's that's just a writing thing, then. Well, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. But again, it made for a more thrilling and more satisfying ending. Ending. No, oh, yeah. for sure. So I get that, but I was just like, that this this doesn't line up. You were ruthless the whole time. Maybe if yeah. maybe if uh, uh, Colonel Howell was still there, she would have she would have been handled that. Well, and, <laughs> and it also doesn't like because they're Facts. saying that Alfie is keeping them from killing it every time that they go in there. I'm like, because I think I told you coming out of the theater, like when you brought that up, I was like, well, if she's keeping it from like she's keeping them from being able to use anything to kill her, what would stop her from doing the same thing when he came in? Like mm-hmm. at the same thing, if it if it wants to just preserve its life, I don't see how that changes when Josh comes in the door. No, yeah, because <laughs> Josh, because Josh yeah. is able to put her in standby. So I don't understand why they don't just do like he did earlier and just you know cut whatever wires that are in the neck under the skull. Yep. Put so, her in standby you know. permanently, and then yeah, EMP her. See, like, see that now. That, now that hold part on. didn't make let, sense. Let me ask this too, Trevor. Do you feel like? The story, and I asked Isaiah too. Do you feel like the story was too generic or too basic? Do you feel like it should have had more 
complex ideas and more twists and turns on the storytelling? No, I, I, did, I, I did not okay. think that it was too generic. I was fine with the story. Okay. I like what they did in the execution. Now, are okay. they big twists that me as someone who's a big sci-fi fan hasn't seen before? No. You know, right. whenever, whenever they were all like... Uh, when we get the reveal that Jimmy Chan's character was Nermata this whole time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that wasn't a surprising twist. I was like, okay. I mean, I could see that coming. Cause that's the only reason that is, and I'm surprised Joshua didn't come up with figuring yeah. that out. Cause that'd be the only reason that they've had this man undercover for so long. And then all of a sudden right. they're initiating an attack. <laughs> yes. Right. Exactly. Right. Like, like and, and- all like, Again, if I was the one in charge of that mission, I'm like, I know we have Joshua in there, but we're going to infiltrate. Someone's going to just just take Joshua and and take decommission him, fucking time up because yeah, uh, exactly. his girl, his wife, the mother of his unborn child is Narmada, but we are murking her tonight. So y'all <laughs> no, going yeah, to yeah. put him on ice. Either and if that, he gets in the way, you're going to have to murk him too. Well, again, I'm about to say, yeah. that doesn't yeah. make sense. Like that kind of went backwards for me because um, when they introduced the friend again, the one that he's talking to, yeah. Uh, the one he kind of saves in the beginning when he's trying yeah. to, say, I'm not, I'm undercover. Like all that kind of just doesn't sit well with me. To the same point that you made earlier, they've been willing to ex- like to just go by, and they've been inhumane in how they did it. Yeah. First off, even when they recruit him later to come back and find where the base is, they've done it already based on lies. This that, no. so in my mind, I'm like, if y'all are really this serious about going after this AI. Why didn't y'all just nuke the spot where she was at and let that one casualty go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a waste of manpower to begin with. Yeah. We're going to storm yeah. the place when you could just blow her and the rest of it away. Yeah. And <laughs> and then maybe, and maybe that's the delicacy there. Maybe it's okay to have nomad and American or I mean, new Asian airspace, but they'll <laughs> maybe the new Asian <laughs> government was like, no, hold up. Y'all can't just be nuking. <laughs> <laughs> our lands. Yep. That, that's that's an act of transgression. Y'all can have y'all's covert <laughs> operations all y'all want, but y'all just yeah. ain't gonna be nuking the whole. Facility. I mean, you can I mean, say they that, do, but they were essentially doing, doing it. Movie. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, like, that's there. Yeah, those are the only thing. Like, those are what got me with just the kind of logic pieces that just didn't make sense to me to a uh, to degree. Little things like that, but I'm also like, I chalk those up to you can't have a movie like yeah. without that, right? No, yeah, like, yeah. AI in general, I I struggled because this movie is all about AI. And even though they like the idea of them, the idea of them being good and not trying to actually be the aggressors is a great thing to see story-wise. But I'm also like, so did we make artificial intelligence to be just as dumb as we are? No. To um, make an emotional choice versus the preserve. Like you see what I'm saying? Like I I do think it is a good point, but I, I, uh, that exact point that you're questioning or uh, concerned with, it did bring to a nice moment in the movie because yes, Ken, with Haran, you know Ken Watanabe, Ken Watanabe's character, he mm-hmm. says to uh, John David Washington's character, um, you know, he's all like, maybe she should have mm-hmm. created Alfie to hate humans. Maybe that would have yes. been better for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Just it was just like a nice question yeah. to leave us to think about. And again, one of those things that I think. Uh, it's one of those themes that are always explored in sci-fi movies and mm-hmm. and why mm-hmm. I think that makes this genre one of the better ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did want to say along the lines of the big twist about who Nermada actually was, I did lead over to my wife when they had that reveal and I told her, I was like, 
Yeah, see, you can count on a husband not to know exactly what the hell his wife is doing because I don't know <laughs> how this brother didn't put a whole baby in her, <laughs> but did not know that she was Normada, that she That's was. <laughs> and she's building a baby. Like, like, Talking talk about La La Land. Boy, that brother was lost in the sauce, man. But didn't know. Y'all know how, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm I can't, an, I can't maybe judge. I, yeah, maybe I'm judge. an eight shit husband. I don't know if y'all, but like, sometimes when people <laughs> ask me, oh, well, what's, what's your wife doing? I'm like, you know, I don't know. I've been upstairs. <laughs> She's downstairs doing something. My, my favorite answer, my favorite answer, she living her life. She yeah. Like she living, life. She living, living her best life at that. You know what I'm saying? She's she like, doing what she, what she want to do. Yeah. I'm just trying to make sure I do what I need to do in my life. <laughs> when she need me, I'm gonna be there. But yeah. until that time, there's some things where we intersect on life, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't need to know all the details. I know I'd be in trouble. <laughs> they'd have me. They'd be interrogating me, waterboarding me, all kind of stuff, and I'd be like, I "Can't tell y'all nothing." Like, I, swear. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't part of this. Kev, Kev, can you speak to what your wife doing 100 percent of the time? No. Well, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Know what's going on, man? We just living life, living our yeah. lives, man. Yeah, she is. That, she is downstairs right happy now. Happy wife, happy life. That's the saying, right? Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. She is down. As far as I know, she is downstairs right now watching sports. Yeah. I don't know if that's still the case, but an hour and a half ago, that's where she was at. Now, now, you ask me now, anything about that in the past hour and a half. That's the only answer I got for you. That's the only <laughs> now, yeah, maybe she closed. Maybe she. Maybe it's just like at work when they start closing closing windows on your computer when somebody walk into your office. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, what, what you need? Quick, quick, yeah, what's going on? I'm not oh, asking yeah. no questions about that. I, I may have noticed it, but I ain't gonna remember. <laughs> yeah, from that time. Man, so I, I'm gonna ask y'all this. Uh, probably should ask before we even record it. But do y'all want to start doing one out of ten as far as scores, or do you want to keep it the same? We're starting a whole new season. If we want to, it's a whole new season. We, I was thinking yeah, maybe we, we could do out of ten. Change it up time, to make it fun. Know? Yeah, we could just do it out of ten. I'm fine with that. I'm not opposed. Okay. All right. I mean, All right. Now my number, on. my number still be the same. Yeah, because if you add up, if you add points to <laughs> fractions of a number, I'm gonna still. Be, no, it's gonna be the same. No, that's I just, what I. Th- oh, I moved okay. the decimal. No, I just I think he wants. I, I think. I think Kev wants us to just stick to whole numbers. Yeah, that's what I think. Just stick to whole numbers instead of doing the whole decimal thing. Yeah. That's too hard for me, but I'm gonna figure it out. We'll I think it'll be. <laughs> I think we'll that's try. fair, right? I think that's good. I, right. I do understand the decimal point system, though, and trying to make it better than you know. But yeah. All right, well, we can do that. We'll try. It. Isaiah, start us off, man. Start us oh, off. Why would you do that shit? But all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Oh shit! I feel so limited. I'll go with the. <laughs> I'm gonna go with nine. A nine? Nine out of ten. Okay. Trevor, what about you? I give it an 8.8 out of 10. I'm fucking with y'all. What the hell? (laughs) 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 For the listeners, we don't have a visual component, but y'all should have seen Isaiah's face just now. (laughs) No, I was heated. I was about to be like, I know y'all ain't do this shit to me. (laughs) That's the reason I bumped it to a nine. (laughs) So, Trev? What'd oh, I, I said nine out of ten. Sorry, you okay, did say yeah. nine out of ten. Yeah, all right, okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah my, that. Well, we all three agree. It's a nine out of ten movie, straight up. Yeah. I think it's solid, it. man. Yeah, it's. I solid. think I think it's solid. I mean, you know, y'all have to y'all have to understand, man. There's always going to be influences of various things. I don't think this copy and pasted anything. I think it was original in yeah. that. Uh, it's 
the budget was very impressive for what we got on screen. I mean, man, whew, yeah, this was this was solid. And like, and I think, and I mean, maybe I'm rambling now, but I do think that y'all already answered this question. But just just to be on the on the clearer side, regardless of the budget, what did y'all think of the visuals? Oh, I, I, know you, I, I enjoyed know you keep, it. Yeah, you keep saying uh, because well, of the budget. Yeah, but, no, but no, overall, no, I keep thinking like because $80 million, like I'm just like, dude, everything is like this 200 million, 300 million for like these big time like MCU yeah. movies, DCU movies, they get all this stuff. It's hard to get like to crack $100 million given to you for a movie if it's not an IP of something. Yeah. So I was like, dude, oh, well, shit, y'all got 80 million. What, what y'all going to do with that 80 million, though? Yeah. And, I do think, <laughs> yeah. and I do think it makes it easier when you're just kind of, you know, you're only in certain small things into a shot, like, you know? Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, for instance, the shots I keep talking about that I love with Nomad just looming above, right? You know, all they did, have, yeah. all they had to do was just draw in Nomad on an actual shot of wherever they were in Asia, you know? So, yes. Right, right. As yeah. opposed to... <laughs> the 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 green screen mess that was Ant Man and Quantum Mania, <laughs> Shit. Well, where they got to build a whole universe. <laughs> well, it just eventually, and and like I said, comparing. I know I'm not. I have no place to really make these comparisons as someone who's just bought a new TV and still and uses DVDs on TV. it. But still, I have to say that like on digital things that have been created in front of a digital or a green screen with uh, digital animation. The less is more thing always works a little better because if you do too much on the digital side and you're just dropping a person in there, that's when the flaws start. That's when yeah. you can. That's when you can find the flaws. You can, for sure. and you can, yeah. and you can just see it. It doesn't yeah. sit well yeah. on these HD uh, HD TVs yeah. and this that, and the other and Blu-ray players. And the higher definition it is, the more apparent it is that he's stand. Like I remember. I can the theater, point out somebody on the damn sound stage, everything. I can see all that shit. <laughs> well, it just feels that way. It just looks yeah. like this person is acting in in a different dimension than what's going on behind them. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? And that's what I said. That's that's I remember feeling that way with Black Panther when I got it home on Blu-ray. You know what I'm saying? Like when he's in the ancestral plane, I was like, in the theater, it doesn't look this bad. But the moment it got on my TV, I was like, Ooh. have you watched it on your new TV? No, I have not yet. Because I seen I seen your old TVs. <laughs> I've seen your old. You know, TVs. you know he was gonna get you for any kind of Black Panther shade. Now, yeah, so. I know. I was like, <laughs> I said, you of all people, you know, you gotta know. tread lightly. Don't you don't know, bring yeah. up your TV or yeah. anything if you bring up Black Panther in the same sense. Because <laughs> you ain't watching it right, brother. That's why it looks funny to you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like I said, I may not have a leg to stand on in that regard. <laughs> Because I still am the only one out of the group who will still buy a Blu-ray DVD combo. <laughs> so I have it on both. I can't wait for you to walk your old ass in the damn Best Buy looking for your DVD Blu-ray combos and then the kid behind the counter going to tell you, sir, they don't make those anymore. <laughs> I, did, I demand to see a manager. Got <laughs> Send somebody out. That's back in the day when we used to have those $2 DVDs in the Walmart bin. No, we don't have that anymore. Um now, Isaiah, I will ask you, since you brought up Quantum Mania before we wrap up, uh, are you still making it a goal to buy every MCU and Marvel movie? Are you still doing that? Yeah, I mean, it's still a goal of mine, but I ain't going to lie. Sagged, I sagged behind somewhere around. I think Captain Marvel was the last one I purchased. I don't blame you. But, I, but no, no, no. Not, but 
at the time when I stopped was because like right after Endgame came out, they were selling full cases of like phase one through four all together. And I was like, man, why am I going to keep doing it this way when I could just wait and they'll eventually release phase four or five, you know? And so I told myself I would pause. Yes, I told myself I I could just get them all together. And and that was after realizing that they did that. They had done that for like the hundred year. Was it hundred year or whatever it was? Fifty year of bond, fifty years of bond, uh, and yeah, they had like right. collected, made a collector set. And I had just yeah, that's what bought. I bought that collector set. Yeah, See, I should have bought that, but I had just went and spent money on the Pierce Brosnans, Daniel Craig's. Mm-hmm. Plus, at that time when I had bought the Daniel Craig, they hadn't released Spectre, so then I had to go buy, and I was like, nah. So well, that's mad. what I'm waiting on for Mission Impossible. I'm waiting for this Same. one, and then I'm waiting for the part two of it, of Dead Reckoning, and then I'll just yeah. buy all of them together. Because you know it's going to be a crazy box set. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen that crazy cool. jo- uh, box set for John Wick, where it's like yes. the book from that movie. I'm like, ooh, that's fine. Oh, no, I have not seen that. Yeah, But it yeah. does not have part four, so that's the crazy thing. See, and that's the thing. I don't want I want to wait until it's got all the pieces. When you've officially uh-huh. said it's done, that's what I say. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what that's what I'm that's what I'm waiting on. That's I'm waiting on because I know there's going to be a Guardians one through three box set that's going to be oh, fire. There will. I know there's going to be. So that's why I'm just waiting. And now I'm mad that I got both of those are like Guardians one and Volume two. Oh well, smart. So see, you know, so you know, you know to wait now. So you know, yes. most people are just impulsive buying. When oh, well, I pre-ordered. Because uh, uh. I was telling Trev, it still hurts his feelings how Heat see, was the, probably he got it for thirty dollars and it went down to nine ninety nine. I would even drop down to five ninety nine. Unnecessary. I didn't need to catch a stray. Unnecessary. <laughs> no, no. no, we know we know that Trev Trev can be impulsive. All we got to do is bring up Big Crit that one. Oh, not oh, oh. And, oh. <laughs> and two Isaiah. That's the one I always think about, bro. Oh, t- boy got the, my boy got the greatest hits of Rick Crit. Oh, y'all man. notice, y'all notice, y'all notice. Both of them got to t- uh, bring up L's that I took years ago. <laughs> said i'll make those kind of mistakes yeah y'all don't catch me slipping often and i learned once yeah that's an l oh, yeah. i took what that was in 2013 isaiah what you talking about i i, I think so it had to be about 20, yeah. 2013 whenever he dropped cadillac that boy was right behind it he said he called me talking about yeah man he got oh, another man. album out well i looked at that I looked at that shit on Apple Music and I was like, nah, bro. That that's got that's got one of them gas station album covers. <laughs> he's the gas station album cover. Listen, to this, he's he's being more ginger with it in, in retrospect. But at the time he was like, nah, nah, can't nobody fall for this trip. Don't tell me you pre-ordered that. Look at this cover. This looks like it's something that you buy in front of the gas station. Nah, nah, nah. I know you didn't spend money on that. And I was just all like. I mean, Catalatica rides. I mean, <laughs> I get it. He was coasting off a good album. He was like, yeah. oh, he got more. Crit, crit, crit could not miss at that point in my book. It's like, what do you know somebody that drops something back that fast if their name isn't Lil Wayne? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, I know. It well, wasn't, hold it, on. It wasn't making sense. I hear y'all. To, no, no, but to be to be fair, to like Kevin, you made that point, but the game did do that, what, about a year later with uh, – Oh, with documentary two, two and two point five, that was yeah, crazy. He dropped those yeah. right back to back because I was skeptical I was like, because of Trevor's mistake. I was skeptical about this. Thing. <laughs> hey, I was like, I was like, oh, I like two point five is right. So that's yeah, two point five. Yeah. I don't be in the better one to me, but Trevor's like, y'all know I don't fuck with the game. You talk about the same <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. Crips and Bloods, I get it. I know. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let me bring it, let me bring this to a close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We didn't get off the point. <laughs> Nine we out of ten, the creator. Yeah, <laughs> the creator. Edwards. Check it out. <laughs> yes, please go check it out. It's a great movie. Let us know how you guys felt by going on to our social media. We're on TikTok as well as on Instagram. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in to listen to us. Thank you for, especially since we've been on hiatus. So we're glad to have you guys back. We check in for our new episodes, but you guys take care. I think our next episode is going to be about horror films, Halloween. Yeah, I'm ready to chat. We're going to try to to talk about one specific movie, but I feel like we're going to talk about the entire genre as a whole, because I think that's just how the episode is going to go. Y'all be be ready for me to shit on something, A24. I know we're putting it out here now. Maybe this will keep us honest. So hopefully y'all hear from us in two weeks. (laughs) <laughs> well you put it out there we got to do two weeks yeah, we, yeah we'll be back in two weeks i'll figure out how to make this happen we're gonna make it work yeah all oh, right yeah. y'all take care folks y'all be cool later this has been the real for real podcast with kevin trevor and isaiah thanks for tuning in keep up with the conversation by following us on our social media on Instagram, you can find us at the real underscore for real. And on TikTok, you can find us at the real for real podcast. Be safe, be blessed, and we'll catch you next time.